Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. North America, the mothership has connected from Miami to Baltimore, from Tucson to Anchorage, Kalamazoo to Waterloo. We are on the air. Stay listening, DA. Everything we say in DA, everything. It's Mraz, it's Bogish. The summer of DA has begun out here on a Wednesday. A champ or chump, champ and chump kind of Wednesday as well. Pete the body, Pat the royal boil, even Peter Schwartz along for the next four-hour adventure. Remember, you can listen to the show free on the Odyssey app everywhere uh, you are. Just throw it on, click the DA show, and let's go. The show is podcastable as well. If you are in your car now and you want to catch any of the rest of the show, as well as watching us on Twitch, YouTube, and watchda.com. The NFL approves a new fair catch rule. Aaron Rodgers might already have an injury already. And for those of you listening out in San Diego, a very special treat, not a San Francisco treat, a San Diego state treat. Mm. J.D. Wicker, the athletic director of San Diego State, and obviously when you know me and the city of San Diego, we have a great connection in their diehard sports fandom. The A.D., J.D. Wicker, will join us in studio, Bogues. How about that? In studio. At 8 a.m. Eastern, which means 5 a.m. Pacific. So if you're out there in San Diego, we got you taken care of. Folks, good morning. Sean, good morning. It's good to see you again. We've now officially checked Wednesday off of the bingo card of days. DA hasn't been here. That yeah. leaves only Monday, so we're approaching a winner. Keep your bingo cards. You never know when that uh, Monday's going to pop up. And I can assure you that none of us will be here on Monday because it'll be Memorial Day. That one doesn't count, so the next possible Monday would be the Monday after that, June, I don't know, 5th or 6th. So okay. keep your cards because you might have a winner. But for now, it's me and you and... Um, it really is startling how many people, extra people, work when just DA is gone. All hands on deck. Because you get replaced by a boil. I get replaced by a Schwartz. Plus, Billy Jacques is here because it's Wednesday. We lose one DA and we get like two and a half people extra. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I think because... I'm such a hard hat guy. I actually count for two people on the show. That's not a hard hat. That's producing on air. But, I mean, it is what it is. Right. Um, Yeah. So away we go. And today I can tell you we will mention Peter Schwartz's name because he's on the show. So we'll look forward to that. We'll stun to a news coming up. (laughs) Hopefully understands why we're mentioning his name. Exactly. So we were faced with a premise entering last night, Bogues. Would we be staring at nine days off before the NBA finals? Whew. That would have been something. And I believe we both... 
we both thought something could have been up and that the Celtics would find a way to survive. And at least if the game was close, the officials might make sure. And we got Scott and Foster. And we got Scott Foster. You put Scott Foster on that plane anytime a game is in doubt. But things looked hairy at points, at least in the first half. Then, you know, it got tight again early fourth quarter. But in the end, are the C's going to survive? They did. And it's where we began at your cold open. Same mentality. It's win or go home for us. So, I mean, you know, um, at this point, we have nothing to lose. We just got to go out there and leave it all on the court. You feel good about tonight? I feel very good about tonight. Don't let us get one. I'm sorry. No, just don't let us get one. So don't let uh, us get Kevin Millar. There you go. Tatum straight away against Drew. Seven on the shot clock. Tatum puts it in the right hand. Past the elbow. Floats it up and in. A 13-0 run. And the Celtics try to save their season right now. They've gone from down nine to up four. 65-61 with 7-18 to go in the third. I just told them, like, you know, we can't start the quarter off not getting a 50-50 ball and just keep your poise and execution. And I thought the guys had a great awareness, too, uh, intentionality to what we were running. You know, um, spacing was good and execution was good. Screen from out of Biles and his three blocked from behind by Derek White. Tatum passes on the loose ball. Numbers. Bounce fast lead. Al Horford for Jalen Brown. Oh. Dives in and flushes hard on Bam out of Biles. <laughs> Timeout, Eric Spolstra. Oh. oh, they sandwiched him. Oh, that was a pancake in his face. No, sir. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and ready to do things the hard way. Here comes Marcus up the left side of the floor. Celtics by 14. Marcus drop back to Tatum. Tatum, one drill for a turn of Marcus Smart. Left side, three. Got it! Ooh, all them deuces was cooking you. They were sticking forks in you. Jason Tatum comes back in the game, and the Celtics score 12 straight. They lead by 17 with 7-11 to go in game four. Doing the little things over and over. Tonight was the little things. Um, you know, we, we, we trusted in each other. Um, we believed in each other continuously. Um, even when we were down, we continuously believed in each other. And that's what we got to continue to do. No matter what, we got to continue to play the right way, continue to believe in each other, and let the chips fall where they may. Tonight was never going to be about the series. It was never about the matchups. Tonight was about... The Celtics showing their heart, playing with pride. They did it, and they roar from behind, and they send a message to the Miami Heat that we're not done yet. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. All right, well, if you missed the game, Pat Boyle made sure to include the full game there in your cold open. <laughs> Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. The time for analytics. They're from home. Celtics Radio. Good night, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Pete. I know I heard Marcus Smart in there with the uh, don't get one, just don't let us get one. Oh, here's all the sound. Joe Mazzulla was in there, Jimmy <laughs> Butler, more Marcus Smart. Larry Bird, yes. Kevin McHale, exactly. Dwayne Wade. Yanni. 116-99 <laughs> is the win by the Celtics on the road. Look, the Celtics were down nine early in the first quarter. Uh, went down big with about 90 seconds to go. Down nine with uh, 90 seconds to go in the into the second half. And they went on a couple runs. This was a game of runs for the Celtics. Uh, they went on the 17-5 run early in the second quarter. The 18-0 run is obviously the big one in the third quarter. And then they went on another late run in the fourth quarter, including, by the way, get this, Jason Tatum actually taking shots in the fourth quarter, which is an unbelievable premise. And the Celtics survive, and they get it back to a game five. And 
look, what, what is the record? 150 and 0 yeah. teams that are down three. Uh, teams that are up 3-0. Only three times has a team gotten to even Game Seven. Let alone, so no right. one's ever won three times. We've got just three times we've gotten to Game Seven. But so, so here's what I'm going to say: it's possible right now, Sean. Uh, well, this is exactly Bogues. We're in lockstep here. This feels like a really unique series and a really unique circumstance, and maybe we will all look stupid in Game 5. But this is as alive an opportunity, I think, a team has been ever from being down 3-0. And I think part of it has to do with a couple things, right? A, we're talking about an 8 seed that was really kind of like a 7 seed, but an 8 seed that is down a bunch of guys, or at least down Tyler Hero through most of this postseason. Jimmy Butler's their big star. I mean, the Celtics are the more talented team here by far. And they have the potential of two more of these games being at home. And Marcus Smart saying, don't let us get one. He's kind of right. Yeah. I think all the pressure is now on Miami in a game number five. You don't want to come back, even if you're home in game six, knowing now you've lost two in a row and the Celtics are starting to be revived a little bit. Again, the Heat, this could just simply be one game. It's hard to sweep a team. But I feel like the opportunity is live there, especially if Tatum is now feeling himself a little bit. Well, again, the only scientific term involved in this conversation is gentleman's sweep. That is a thing. Yeah. Not ungentlemanly mops and whatever. And and by the way, shame on you. Were you bored last night? Had nobody bothered you long enough? That you had Why? to tweet your daughter sweeping up your face? Like, you need to just go back down that well again? No, that and was it- actually coincidence. I got okay. a text. I got a happy anniversary text from my sister, and she said, how are you celebrating your anniversary? I was laying on the floor playing with my kids, so I was going to tape, you know, what she was jumping on me. And out of nowhere, she grabbed a little broom and swept me in the face as I was taping. I said, well, this is good to tweet out. Right, because you wanted people to remember that you were the broom guy. I am the broom guy. But anyway, I remember. They do remember. Um, not that you want to be down 0-3, but if you're going to get down 0-3, you want to be where the Celtics are. You want to be, in theory, the better team. You want to have the two home games, the three left. And they woke up yesterday. This was not the Heat. I don't think this was the Heat just being gentlemen here and letting us go back to game five because game five's in Boston. There's going to be a game six. In fact, they probably shouldn't even go to game five. Just stay in Miami. I to extra rest. That's Come the back. hottest focus take I've ever heard. Come back for game six, and then we go. But if the Celtics lose game five at home, if they're doing that last night, if they go back to no showing and Tatum disappears after late third quarter, then they all should be fired. They all should be cut. They all should be released and put them back in the G League. But I think we've got a series here. They woke up. Something's different about them yesterday. And to me, it erases all these conversations now. Did Joe Missoula lose the team? Are they not paying attention anymore? To me, the one uh, win. But how? But here, how uh, do you? No, but listen. How do you say today? None of those things apply anymore because of what you just rolled out. They did not start well. Miami was playing well, and it wasn't one or two. It was three or four significant answers to Miami pushes. And Joe Mazzulla had to use a timeout correctly. So, like, we, they listened last night. He had Look, the, he had their attention last night. But here's the other part. A, these are still really good players. Tatum Brown especially. Right. Marcus Smart as well. B, I mean, there are all these reports that have come out about the team basically growing tired of each other, hating each other and everything. Got newsflash. Maybe the team knows there could be a new head coach next year. Maybe they know that this thing is going to get blown up. Maybe you had a collection of guys going, I better play my ass off if I want to land in a spot or be here where I need to be. And that includes Jalen Brown. That includes Marcus Smart. I, I 
these guys could have all went out individually making sure they put out good tape last time and just resulted in, oh, yeah, we're really good, and they win the game. Yeah. I, I got to see them go work work their magic here in game five again. I, I don't know that was a face-saving effort by them. Like, that's the end of the regular season kind uh, of effort. I, I mean, that's but, that's, but there's got to be some night. personal pride last night. Well, there was course. from Tatum in the fourth quarter. Yeah, there was personal pride because they decided to pay attention and listen. Now, of course, it's on the table that they somehow wet themselves and are useless in Game 5, but that... Totally. But, I mean, and then shame on all of them that happens. And Miami still may win the series in 6 or even 7, and God forbid losing Game 7 in Boston if you get the series to that far. But for all of the stories about they're not listening anymore, there's this disconnect, they're not paying attention... They paid attention. They didn't. Many other teams would have just mailed that in and go, get me out of here. Get me I to the see. summer. And they didn't yesterday. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I will. How about the first round with the Minnesota Timberwolves? That is a team that basically was brawling with each other how much they hated Rudy Gobert. They go down 3-0 versus the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the stories about what a mistake, this, this, that, and the other. And what happens in game four? They pull themselves together, they have a little personal pride, and they win a basketball game. That's all this could have been last night. But the T-Wolves are not the Celtics. It's a different... Oh, really? The T-Wolves are actually under They got a lot of freaking talent. They're, it's in a diff, they're in a different level of the, of the NBA right now. The T-Wolves are not the Celtics. And the Nuggets well, you, were gentlemen in that scenario. The Heat were not last night. But the Heat are also not as good as the Nuggets. No, but I don't. But but Miami wasn't on cruise control in Game Four because they knew the series was over and they were going to win it easily. Marcus Smart's right in that. Don't give us one. Don't let us live. And the Heat let them live last night. The Celtics kept themselves alive. That's that's not the same thing as a round one mismatch into a gentleman's sweep. This is going to be some next four hours. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. The number again is 855-2124-CBS. Because now I'm on defense, not on offense, in this co-hosting role with Uh-oh. Bogus. Bogus came out and he turned heel on me. Because five minutes ago, I completely agreed with Bogus's point. I think the Celtics now have become live. And then hearing like his almost assuredness that it was going to Game 6 made me have to fight back yeah. and go, let's calm down a little bit. We don't necessarily know that. And now I'm sitting here almost going, you're an idiot. The Celtics are going to lose in game. You, you almost flipped me in five minutes. If they lose, if they let me and Boston down by playing a crap game in game five, and I mean a crap game, the way they played in game three, if they play a legit game and Miami's better, great job by Miami. But if the Celtics go back to all the nonsense that predated game four and all the conversations about what was wrong and should we fire Joe Missoula and where are we trading Jalen Brown? If they lose like that, then they should be relegated to the G League. They should be playing the main blue claws, whatever they're called. <laughs> next wow. Year. The main blue claws. You cannot do what you did last night and then go home and lose game five in embarrassing fashion. You get beat, you get beat. But this is now, again, they, to me, Hit the pause button on all the crazy high-end negativity. They listened to their head coach last yeah. night. They seemed to have a plan. They didn't fade. They didn't disappear. That game was not one from the opening tip where Miami was just like, okay, guys, you get this one. That was a game that they could have lost. It was not in their grasp after halftime. And then they won by 17 points. Well, that answers a lot of questions. I think we are now in a world after last night where one of two things is true and is going to happen. The first thing, 
is that the Celtics look drastically different next year, and Jalen Brown for sure is a piece that's gone, and maybe the head coach is gone. The second thing is we live in a world where the two most iconic comebacks, 3-0 down, are from Boston franchises. And nobody, nobody needs to live in that world. Nobody. Yeah, but you know how arrogant those people are. Didn't in passing that was you, wicked cool, right? In passing, I feel like arrogantly yesterday you said that that's over. The the Red Sox rally is overrated, but it will breathe life and not be overrated if now both of the big ones are Boston teams. Oh, so the Celtics can confirm a two becomes decade a city old, thing. Ah, becomes a city thing. That's your fear. It okay. does. Speaking of which, real quickly, yesterday. My wife's coming home. She'll be home at about 5 o'clock, right? 4.45, I take the kids up to the card store to get an uh, anniversary card for. Way to not cut it too close. Good job. <laughs> a tough one. What did you do for the six hours between finishing this shift and sleep? I worked out. Okay. I got food to cook a nice dinner. Okay. And Cheese steaks? No, it was not cheese steaks. It was chopped cheeses. Um, Same thing. No, one's ground beef, one's steak. <laughs> Night and day. And I I took a nap because I was tired and I owed myself one. Okay. Uh, and anyway, so I take them. That up. still is like get you like two o'clock. So what would you do from two to four forty-five? Because your kids were at daycare, right? Well, I got home at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time. Okay. All right. So it takes you to three three thirty. I got no. I eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time. I go right to the gym yesterday. Mm-hmm. I leave the gym twelve forty-five. Okay. Go food shopping. Well, what do you mean you go right to the gym? Isn't don't you just do the Peloton? Not yesterday. Yesterday I did weights and everything. I went to yeah. Gym. I, I, He's out with the people yesterday. I alternate. I alternate my workouts. A little little bench press. Yes. Not that anybody cares, but anyway, yeah. By the time I get home, it's one forty-five. I nap one forty-five to three. I pick up my kids. Then and they come back. They want to play in the backyard a little bit. And then we walk up to get their card. Okay. Anyway, you're ruining the point of the story. I know. That was my point. The guy in front of me checking out at the card store is wearing a sweatshirt. Big Patriots logo. Undefeated regular season, 16-0. and 0, Oh, no. 2007. <laughs> so he's you. And if I didn't have my kids, I would have said something. I wasn't in the mood. You know, I just want to be a regular civilian, not a sports guy <laughs> in that spot. Big superstar you are. I got uh, recognized yesterday. The I Little love my field kids at home. It was bad. Guy honked his horn, by the way, yesterday also. Walking the dog through the park. Honks his horn. Yo, Morash. I said, do I know you? I play flag forward. Do I know you? Love you on the radio, bro. Keep doing you. So that's nice. Come on. I, I get recognized in my own neighborhood now. That's that's fabricated But anyway, story. the Boston thing. Could you imagine if Boston comes back 3-0 and the, and the Patriots had finished off that undefeated season? <sighs> it's a, it's a yeah. world we don't want to live in. People still wearing sweatshirts about the undefeated season. I mean, undefeated season is unacceptable. How that- do you wear that sweatshirt? And not, I, I maybe he's wearing it ironically. I was hoping because it was in New York, like that it was a Giant fan. Right. I don't know, though. He had that smug look. Mm. You know the smug look that when you see a Patriot fan, they all got that smug look. Because I feel like you'd own an ironic 16-0 shirt. True. Or like I had one that said 18-1, and one, like one giant defeat. I forget what it said on it. One giant leap. Yeah. Um, but like I could see you yeah. being you wearing such a sweatshirt. Yeah. Well, either way, we better move on because somebody just tuned in and then only heard two minutes of the show and then it's going to tweet at the A. You know, they talked about a card store for four hours <laughs> instead of missing the whole Celtics. Heat there was day. also another tweet yesterday about no, yeah. no podcast on the Odyssey app. I left that one alone, too. Oh boy! Yeah, you they're got wrong. It. But there was that. Yeah, no. There was, about yesterday, 
there is still no PGP from last week on the Odyssey app. <laughs> no, it's on the Odyssey app. I know it is, but I just... I saw it's it. It's hundred percent of the I giggled audience. and right. I kept going. Oh, people are lost. By the way, don't expect the PGP today. We'll probably tape it tomorrow. Shawnee's got things to do. All right, when we come back, make some uh, cheese steaks, chopped cheese. The Go NFL approves the new fair catch rule. Have you seen this? And the how the heck did how the heck did Goodell flip this many people? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Please knock. Dan in Mechanicsburg is asleep in the Lazy Boy. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's Mraz. It's Bogish. Summer Wednesday. Schwartzy coming up in a couple minutes with your update. All right, Bogues. Yesterday, the NFL, in a very unusual situation, situation approved the new fair catch rule. So, for those of you who don't know, this rule is going to be that if the college rule, if you fair catch a ball between or beat the 25 to the end zone or the same thing as you would be in the end zone, the ball comes out to the 25 like it's a touchback. Essentially, it's a touchback at any point, fair catch from the 25 and beyond on a kickoff. Now, in college, okay, this works fine. The NFL, let's not forget, these are different athletes at a different level and coaches at a different level. And there was a lot of pushback before yesterday. A lot of pushback. The pushback being, while the NFL is giving you all of these stats that say concussions will go down by 15%, and it's just another step basically towards limiting the kickoff, the belief from a lot of teams and special teams coaches 
is that this is actually going to increase chaos on kickoffs because at this level, with how good you might get the 32 best kickers in the world and the coverage teams, there will be now more squib kicking leading to, you know, more opportunities for balls to be fumbled and more hard hits to the head. So the special teams players and the coaches really push for this. So yesterday you still had four teams vote no, including the Patriots, Bill Belichick backing the special teams, Harbaugh and the Ravens, Dan Campbell and the Lions. Uh, I believe it was the Raiders who abstained completely. But if you say, well, boo-hoo for those four teams, the day before there were 10 to 12 firm no's on this. And somehow overnight, Roger Goodell flipped those teams. Now, remember, this is an owner's vote. So the owners were listening to their coaches in this case, which remained the case with the Patriots, the Ravens, the Lions at least. Then the league decides, once Goodell, I guess, talks to the owners and flips that many, they're going to do this in a quote-unquote privilege session, which meant a vote where only the owners were, were in there, only Goodell was in there. This, to me, it's almost like mafia stuff, yeah. how shady this is. Yeah. How could 10 to 12 owners be opposed to this rule? And twenty four out, just 24 hours later, one man, Roger Goodell, convinces that many to flip to his side and to make sure holds it in a privileged setting. This is kind of disgusting, folks. I don't know if it's disgusting. It is well, it's shady. It's shady. Uh, it's entertaining to me. And this even goes back to their previous meetings, which were, I think, in March, where they, they didn't even vote on this because they weren't ready to get the votes they wanted to win them. Yeah. I Again, shady is not the right word because it's not a shady end point. Like the process is always going to be grimy and there's always backroom deals and trades. And I'm, I'm guessing but what's the reason if the players and the coaches who actually study this, tell you this actually is a potential to be more dangerous for us. Well, it's also use the number you said it was 10 or 12, right? That's yeah. still, that doesn't get you past, but that's still the minority of the teams. Right. So if you have 10 or 12 no's, that means you have 20 yeses. So it wasn't even a 50-50 split. And it doesn't so those 10 okay. or 12 are not necessarily right. It is it is peculiar that in one session eight or nine men changed their minds. I'd love to know what the trades were. It was, you know, I'm not going to London, I'm not going to be on right. hard knocks. I need some cash for some stadium upgrades. I don't know how much Goodell wanted to hand out to get this in. Um but it is to me it was just it was a notable thing to read, but it because I, you know, if you really care about the kickoff, I can see why you're bothered by this. But, like, we're getting, we're, like, we're moving to a part. It's coming where they're just not going to be kickoffs. Well, so, like, I, that's my thought is we're just killing time till that. So, and like, they're taking I don't steps care what them. happened yesterday. But I, And I wonder if that's what's in the owners' minds, more so than player safety. See, I don't trust the owners when it comes to player safety. I feel like player well, safety. you shouldn't. Player safety is always the cover for the real reason. And I think that we are heading towards a place, and it may not be next year, it could be 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, where, you know, paying 55 guys on an NFL roster is going to be another way now to save money. These rosters could easily get shortened to 43 guys. If by the time special teams are completely irrelevant and you don't need kickoff teams or punt coverage teams, that's how you start eliminating jobs. And I think that's ultimately the owner's goal here. You know, start adding up. If you save 10 spots on a roster down the line, you know, if everybody's making a mil, it's ten million dollars more a year in the owner's pocket. Yeah, that would be an interesting battle from the union to lose 
10 jobs. But then the, the, the we don't need this many players. Look, you guys sure. aren't even doing special teams anymore. You guys were the ones that come voting with us on yeah. the special teams. But I mean, we're, it's a long game here. And and this has been a long conversation. I remember having this conversation when I worked at Sirius, which was now 11 plus years ago of the kickoff in particular, the days are numbered because it's the mo- it's the most dangerous sequence yeah. in the game. And here we are in 2023 and it still exists and it's still going to exist for the foreseeable future, but there's going to be a time where there's an alternate to doing it, where you just everybody starts at the same spot or whatever it may be, because guys running in different directions at full speed into each other is not going to be good. And here's what I don't understand: if you're going to do this, okay, and actually I think Schwartz would probably agree with this. He's he's been a spring football guy too. You're taking the steps towards eliminating the kickoff and doing this touchback rule. What the heck has taken so long to change this onside kick rule to running that 4th and 12 or 4th and 15 play that we saw work so well in spring football? Uh, hello? That would feel like the biggest no-brainer. You're going to avoid a bunch of people ramming into each other on an onside kick and add more excitement to your game by putting the game in an offense and defense's hands again to convert a long play. Like, if you're taking these steps for safety, I mean, Schwartz, you've seen that rule. Isn't it a no-brainer? It, it, it's a no-brainer but because essentially – You've taken the onside kick out of the game anyway because right. they keep changing the rules. Right, of the onside it's almost kick. impossible it's, to recover. It's, it's almost it's, impossible to recover, and you're still having the risk of people slamming into each right. other. Right. Yeah. So if 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 you if the intent is to take it out, so just take it out. It's it's not the worst thing in the world to adopt something from a new league. No. It's happened before. No, of course not. I, mean, and, I would like to see the kickoff stay. I mean, I just think that's been part you. of the game. I mean, you've had some exciting. You've had you've had opening. Kickoffs to overtime ended with with, uh, with a with a touchdown. I I just think there's got to be a way to keep it in the game. But I agree with you on the onside kick. Yeah, I mean, look, and we're at a point now, and I understand the majority of these kickoffs, you just see the guy wave it off and they go back there. But I mean, every once in a while, when you do get one in a game, I still find the play exciting. But I'm also not one of these guys just drilling into each other. So I get that. Yeah, I mean, and I see, I work a lot of college games. It's there's almost no kickoff returns yeah. because almost everybody realizes I just fair catch this me at the 25 right. more times than not is the best position I'm going to get. And so good, right, exactly, that you want to be there. And they have not done the squib thing. And I, you know what, I understand what teams or NFL teams are saying, and it makes sense that we have more experienced guys, but they're also kicking a weirdly shaped object down the field, bouncing. You don't know what's going to happen to it. That's true. And... I don't. I don't. I want to see them overrun games of squib kicks before I realize that they're right or wrong and f- pushing back against this. I, I, so that's fine. All I'm saying is, if you're going to go out of your way, and I'm kind of with Schwartz, where I I still enjoy watching a kickoff play. If you're going to go out of your way to eliminate that and use player safeties to cover, then at least gives me the entertaining option of the onside kick rule being approved. Like yeah. I don't know why that wouldn't be. What you won't it? have the cow band anymore. <laughs> Cal Stanford. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> One of the great moments in football. You're history. right. I think I've watched like 70 total seconds of spring football. One of them has a weird kickoff structure. Like, oh, that's the XFL. That's the XFL. There's like, yeah. there's like a graphic on the field. Like there's like a, like I, I, everyone's like standing that. inside the 20 yard line. It's weird. Yeah, they can't move until the ball goes up in the air. Yeah. And so no down running the field. start with the kicker. So they up. don't get the gunners don't go down right, the field. We already have that in the NFL, the... but there's like I feel like there's a there was even a, a more drastic no, realignment of where the players it, are in the returns. It looks a little weird, but this doesn't seem like there's any kind of problems with high speed collisions. I think the whole point is if they can get the returner to have some open field, 
the problem is like when you you have the high speed collisions when everybody is down there at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And now you've got guys banging around because there's no room for the returner to go. If they can open up the field a little bit downfield and give the runner some room to go, I think you would obviously cut down on the high speed collisions. You're probably right. Either way, I don't I don't think there's a right answer, but I just don't trust the league as far as I can. As long as they don't take long snappers out of the oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartz, that would be your luck. Huh? Schwartz got a lot of he's got a lot invested in making sure <laughs> in making sure he's got the golden ticket of his son being an awesome long snap. Right, get that. All right, Pete, what do we got on updates? Uh, this report sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. Let's begin with the NBA playoffs. Miami Heat looking to punch their ticket to the NBA Finals, but the Boston Celtics. Did not want their season to end. Tatum to the left side of the floor. Got clock at 10. Cross court. Marcus Smart. He's due. Three in the air. Got it. Time out, Eric Spolstra. A 16-0 Boston run. Marcus Smart is finally on the board. And with this thing teetering on the brink of disaster, the Celtics suddenly had their largest lead of game four. 6.50 to go in the third quarter. Boston 68, Miami 61. Sean Grandy on Celtics Radio, and the Celtics stay alive in the Eastern Conference Finals, beating the Heat in Game 4, 116-99. It cuts Miami's lead to three games to one, down nine in the third quarter. Head coach Joe Mazzulla Celtics went on an 18-0 run. I just told him, like, you know, we can't start the quarter off not getting a 50-50 ball and just keep your poise and execution. And I thought the guys had a great awareness, too, uh, intentionality to what we were running. You know, um, spacing was good and execution was good. Jason Tatum led the Celtics with 33 points. Jalen Brown with 17 for Miami. Jimmy Butler at 29, and he said the Heat they just have to play better. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better in the red to do things the hard way. Game 5 Thursday night in Boston, 8.30 Eastern time. Also from the NBA, former Raptors head coach Nick Nurse, former Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, said to be among the final four candidates for the Phoenix Suns head coaching vacancy. Now to the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights are in complete control in the Western Conference Final. Now Smith shooting, deflected wide, rebound behind the goal. Sent out to the right by Barbashev. Petrangelo, a wrist shot, scores! Alex Petrangelo, first goal of the playoffs. 4-0 Vegas with 11.32 to go second period. Dan Duva on Golden Knights Radio. Vegas a 3-0 lead with a 4-0 win in Game 3. There, huh? Yeah, you can be a little more excited. Your team's about to go to the Stanley Cup Final. And now, Schwartz, I'm just saying this because we've had issues. Are we sure that that was Dan Duva and Golden Knights Radio? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because you never know. Bogus, as you know, you never know. Yeah, no, that's Dan. And I think the the problem with that is it's it was 3 nothing in like 90 seconds yesterday. Yeah. So by the, four, the third period, he would, the, the game had been over yeah, for a long time. That's true. And the building's dead. Early. Right, exactly. Are you saying that sound bites are not labeled accurately? We've just had some issues lately, including, you know, I had, not having I, Kachuk game. I had one the other night. What happened? Kachuk? No, 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 no. There was a certain person out in the newsroom that was labeling the uh, Miami Heat announcer incorrectly. It caused some grief. Did you give him a stern warning? Let's just put it this way. It was I was looking forward to seeing you Sunday night. Yeah, I did a work from home. You did a work from home thing, which is fine. I, I get that. But the alternative of, of familiar faces I had to see was not to my liking. Was there a jack of all trades? Um, yeah. You want to get Jack off the shift? Is that what's going on? I just want to make sure 
that Bob's Bar is going to be fun that morning. Oh, I can assure you, Schwartz, that certain people have been put in positions where they will have to be in this building during the Bob's Bar show. I just want to make sure of that. So, and I but now I've been told not him actually. <laughs> Did something go awry? We had to change something. <laughs> oh no! Because I think uh, you know, kind of like in pro wrestling, you know, you can have like a heel turn. Yeah, and I don't know if if Shep, I, I don't know if Shep is the adversary anymore. Wow! Imagine full circle a year later. It's no longer Shep is the adversary. It's new Shep. Yeah. That ship has sailed. That sh- <laughs> all right. That's uh, actually, that was all right. Thank that you. was good. Oh, I, wow, that that I don't was usually fun. laugh at his jokes. I mean, I'm not here yeah, all I the time, but that was yeah. funny. Uh, let's go to baseball. We'll start in New York where the Yankees trail the Orioles 5-4 to four in oh, the ninth great. inning. The 0-2. Swing and a fly ball. It's deep to left field. It is going to go. Hayes watches. It is gone. A home run. Aaron Judge ties the game. Solo home run to straightaway left field. Justin Shackle, Yankees radio. Then in the 10th, Anthony Volpe with a walk-off sacrifice fly. Yankees beat the Orioles 6-5 to for their 15th win in 20 games. I'm getting a little concerned, Moraz, about John Sterling. I mean, he was only supposed to take some away games off. And not that I don't like hearing Justin yeah. Shackle, I do, but getting a little concerned that maybe this it's going to be more than 30 games off for John Sterling. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I thought somebody had mentioned yesterday that he has triplets and all three were graduating college this week in three different schools. Oh, is that right? Really? So, I knew he had triplets. I didn't realize that was the case. Boyle says he wasn't feeling well yesterday. That was, oh, the, that okay. was the New York Post so, report. So then maybe that was last week. Correct. Okay. All and right. also he had triplets, has triplets, had triplets when he was like 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I believe that to be the case, and they all go to three different colleges, and he had all their college graduations at some point last week. So maybe moving around, yeah. got a little bug yeah, on could have got a little, little worn down. What are we doing? What do you mean, what are we doing? That's like Boyle. De Niro. De Niro just had a kid. He's like 78. Boyle, have you seen your testosterone levels? You're telling me at 70 you won't be roaming around the streets? I won't be having kids. Okay. The seed maybe has not a shelf on, life, man. Maybe not on purpose, Boyle. <laughs> you no, you can be- fix that. You don't want to be distributing seed past, like, 60. I'm just saying you have a lot of arguments today, Boyle, that I think are all fun and worthy. You getting on a 70-year-old for producing kids, all I'm going to say is close your eyes and fast-forward 50 years because I think if anybody in this room, the one I could point my finger at that might be the most likely to do that is Boyle. I, I disagree. Kids now. Why would I want them at 70? Yeah. Well, the most likely here. Well, guess what? I don't want kids now, and I got them already. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love now, it. Happy anniversary. Now, now you just completely erased the <laughs> joke from before that uh, I laughed just, at. And no, teachers she suck. She knows I'm teasing. I love my kids. Uh, I'll get to Aaron Rodgers <laughs> next hour. That's it. All right. Thanks, Schwartz. Uh, when we come back, a champ and a chump. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's Champ or Chump. All right, it's Braz and Bogus here on the DA Show. I'm going to give you your champ of the day. How about Vegas fans? Last night, we see a couple in the crowd there traveling to Dallas. They packed the house the first couple games versus the Stars again. They packed the house all postseason long. They've now proven a couple years post-pandemic they could pack the house for the Raiders. And I think this Golden Knights basically run and reminder. I mean, folks, we were looking at the TV before. Golden Knights fans on the road, traveling on the road to Dallas is just a reminder of how far that town and city has come from being just all about 
the tourists coming in to, yeah, the people that live there that are diehard sports fans that have been dying for teams and have gotten their hands on a hockey team and a football team. And it looks like a baseball team. And again, I, I understand all of what's gone on and, and how much that stinks for Oakland, what's probably going to happen. But I think if there's any town in America, the, the people that live there that have now proven they can sustain all these teams, market size be damned. My champs are the Vegas fans. Bring on the A's. You're not wrong. I mean, that was the question, right? Yeah. Like, going into expansion there was, are there enough actual residents to yeah. be fans? And Golden Knights games are arguably the best, like, in-arena experience yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, this is, look, that that is a diehard fan. There's a lot of people that have moved there, lived there, and they just wanted sports teams of their own. Um, it, it's just been incredible. And now, if you get to the point where you have fans that are willing to take road trips, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you've made it. I yeah. think you've made it. That's your chance. That's DA's chance. All right, I got your chump. It's a little bit of a preview of something we're going to do about two hours from now. Theoretically, that's when it's scheduled to be discussed. But just in case, because things do kind of fall off our uh, agenda at times. My chump is new Suns owner Matt Ishbia. And the new reason why he gets to mention this week is because Doc Rivers, a reported finalist for the Suns job. What in the world is Matt Ishbia doing? He shouldn't have fired Monty Williams to begin with, but... You're going to hire Doc Rivers because why? All of the things that got Doc Rivers fired correctly in Philadelphia are going to stop in Phoenix with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant? Unless you like losing Game 7 yeah. after leading a series three games to one, why would you even think about making Doc Rivers your head coach? Yeah, I mean, Bogues, after investing that much to give up Bridges and Johnson and all of those picks for Kevin Durant and... To basically get back in on Chris Paul for a year. Who, by the way, we've seen the Chris Paul-Doc Rivers thing before. That also didn't end in a finals. I agree. This is just... It felt like the moment Doc Rivers was out, he was going to the Brooklyn's booth. How could you hire him if you're Phoenix? You're setting yourself up for, like, the biggest disastrous joke situation in a postseason. That's a chump, Petey. That's That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. Daniel tweets in, Bogey in the landfill. I don't mm. think Big Bogey works. By the way, Daniel, the same person yesterday, rocked the cages with Peter Schwartz. I mean, it seemed like we were talking about him with free tickets yesterday. We were not. We were not. Rob in the 321 wants to let us know that he's lost 24 pounds since last year. Thanks, Rob. That was your one chance to tweet. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Moose tweets in, screw this guy, too little, too late, get lost. That would be Zach Hampel, who yesterday... At Yankee Stadium, caught another Cedric Mullins home run ball. Mm-hmm. This pig. And he tweeted a video out with a message that he'd be willing to give it to Little Man. The guy in Baltimore, you wouldn't give the ball to, A.J. Rodriguez. I just... Why are we giving this guy attention? Yeah, right? I mean, like, why? Why How are we is talking he catching... about this incel? How is he catching so many balls? How many games have we all been to in our entire life in good territories? Foul balls, home runs. And I've had a ball come near me in recent memory. And this dude, every other... I don't understand how this keeps happening. So he's there last night. You think he's back tonight? What else is he going to do? Shawnee and Bobby are heading out to Yankee Stadium tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I make it a point to find Zach Campbell? And do what? What are you going to do to him? Stick to him like glue. Play defense for nine innings. And so basic- he can't get one? Yeah. Or do you guys bring a glove, you and your dad? Do I? Oh, this is what I'm asking. Do I sacrifice the nice seats I will have to go out to the outfield 
bring a glove and say, my one job tonight is not to watch the game, not to have a beer, not to eat anything, but to make sure Zach Campbell doesn't leave with anything. Wait a minute, you have those seats? No. Why would you ruin Absolutely your night? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm asking you. Am I yeah. a man of the people where me and my dad are going to sit behind home plate tonight, have nice, you know, nice little dinner, sit there, have a little, just us two. Do I sacrifice that to make sure for the good of the American public, Zach Campbell doesn't get a ball and he finds out why he didn't get a ball? No, you can leave your hard hat at home. Be a civilian tonight like you want. Just have fun. America will be fine if but Zach Campbell... But this guy deserves... Somebody's got to go out there because there's enough people glossing. Not you. You do enough for us. Have yourself a night. You deserve it. And what if You're you fail tonight. and he catches it anyway? Then he what? would not because I would make sure I'd steal it from him. I'd deck him in the face. All oh, right, that's good. Well, if you're going to punch him and go to jail, then maybe I no, suggest... No, I wouldn't do it in a punch-and-go-to-jail fashion. It would be like a little, it's my ball, you know, wrestling situation. Oh, you just said little the air, so there goes that. Yeah. This guy out-hustles kids, other grown men, right. every game, apparently, to catch foul balls. Have you ever seen somebody uh, with my hips box him out before? I haven't. I think I got a shot. Zach Campbell needs to be stopped. I think he probably takes two steps and he's around you. And yeah. the worst is he tweets it out last night. People are like, good job, Zach. Good job. Baseball culture is so weird. The two people we should hate are Zach Hampel and Marlins Man, and overwhelmingly people love them. So weird to me. And if people hate us, I don't know why. What do we do? And we don't have enough time to, to explain <laughs> that. All right. But there's, a, there's plenty of reasons. All right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.